Iowa everywhere. Friday afternoon, uh, it's about 3 o'clock. William's here with my weekly picks podcast. It's going to be a little bit different this week, and I'll tell you why. Because I don't want you guys putting too much faith into my college football picks this weekend because I just haven't had a ton of time this week with everything going on at Iowa State to spend on handicapping and that sort of thing. But I do want to get this out here because I do have opinions on all of these games and I intend to give them to you. Uh, I'm not going to call them locks, though. How about that? We're going to keep it real. I'm going to be with Mike Palm next week in Vegas. We're going to do a bunch of stuff on bowl games for you. So look forward to that. Looking forward to hanging out at Circa, the world's greatest sports book. That's coming up next week. I fly out on Tuesday with Iowa Duke. Little Cyclone, Hawkeye, Women, Wednesday, Cyhawk, Basketball, Thursday at the world's greatest sports book. I can't wait. Do me a favor. If you are going to be betting on games this weekend, maybe you're the guy, and I know you're out there, guy, where you're like, oh, I've got one app. I don't need more, more sports book apps. Well, with all due respect, if that is your way of thinking, you, my friend, are an idiot. You need more than one app, and I'm promising you guys, I don't lie to you, you guys know that, you know me by now, you're going to get better odds with Circa. Not every game you're going to, not every game is going to be like perfect to your liking. Over the course of time, you will get better odds with Circa and Circa Sports Iowa. I promise you. Check them out, download that app, and it helps Iowa everywhere. And tag them and do all that great stuff. That way we can keep bringing you guys free stuff. Here on Iowa Everywhere. All right, a lot to get to today. I do want to start the podcast by talking about the big moves out of Ames today. And I'm not going to sit here and yell at you guys and say I was right. I thought all year that Matt Campbell would make moves. Matt is, you know, it's hard to put into words when you haven't been around these types of guys. And I'm just to the point now, I'm 38, where I'm finally starting to Somewhat understand what makes them tick, but but certainly not completely. Um, Matt is Matt is so freaking competitive. So I know what that season likely did to him. You look over the course of Matt Campbell's career, he ain't had many seasons like that, guys. This is not a cat that is used to losing. And um, he certainly... I uh, was not enjoying that, and you. I just thought at the end of the, I didn't have any information. It's not like I'm on the line with Matt Campbell, and he's telling me his plans, nothing like that. But I thought the whole time, like, something's going to happen here. There's no way Matt is just going to roll over and, and, and go status quo here. Now, here's the deal. It might not work. Whatever is up his sleeve may not be correct. I don't know. And And that's where I'm just... I started saying this about a week ago. Matt Campbell is the best thing that, other than Dan McCarney, that ever happened to Iowa State football. We can all agree on that. And he's made a lot of really smart moves and done a lot of really smart things during his time at Iowa State. He's 
you know, he's a couple of bowl wins away from like statue worthy. When you look at the history of that football program, okay, and don't snicker, Iowa fans. It's a different thing. It's a different deal. We as Iowa Staters are coming from a different place, and that's okay. But that's what Campbell's like meant to Iowa State. He, he's created this belief that you can do more at Iowa State than just be a shitty football program and wait for basketball. Campbell did that, and his staff did that, and it started with Dan McCarney back in the late 90s, but Campbell has really taken it to a new level. So, you know, here I am today, and I'm just kind of like, you know what? You have to just trust the guy at this point. He hasn't been down at, at this level, and, and when he does, you got to give this guy an opportunity to climb out of it. Kirk Ferentz was able to do that. There's so many of these developmental type coaches where they hit this rut at years five to seven. And Matt's there, and he's making some moves, fires the offensive coordinator, fires the strength and conditioning coach, which, by the way, the strength and conditioning coach, if you talk to really smart football guys, they'll tell you that that's the most important hire on the team. Matt's now on his third. He will be on his third one. Okay? So... He's got to get this one right. And I don't even know if the other two guys have been bust, but clearly it hasn't been good enough where, he's, where they've been fired. So he's got to get this one right. It's, it's critical. I also think that there's probably more coming uh, as far as staff movements, but I don't know exactly what those are, and I don't want to speculate because I don't know if it will end in guys losing jobs or just being reassigned or whatever. I don't know. So stay tuned on that. But that's kind of my thoughts on on the Manning thing today. I just – these days are hard. When you're in the business, they just suck. Like you just – you know, it's kind of exciting when you're a fan. All right, my team's moving in a new direction. Like I, I know Tom Manning well. I like him a lot. And I, I hope that he does really well. I think he will. I think he's a smart football coach. I think he probably is falling on the sword a little bit for bigger problems within the program, and that's that they haven't had a good offensive line in how long, right? Like, how are you supposed to call plays with that line? But, of course, he's, you know, he's the guy who oversees the offense, and it was one of the worst in college football this year. So, Tom is um, seeing, seeing out. New SNC coach, and we'll get to all of that next week. Two guys named Chris, 830 live on Monday morning. Big weekend of hoops at Iowa State too. They play St. John's, and then Iowa Duke. There's a we're we're in for it. We got a lot. We got a lot going on. But we are here today. With our friends from Circus Sports, and it's time, my friends, to make my picks of the week. Now again, I want to be careful here because I have not had. Normally by three o'clock on Friday, I've I've poured over data and all kinds of crap because I'm a nerd and I love this type of stuff. I just haven't t- had time this week because of all the Iowa State stuff and my day job. Oh, and I was getting the Iowa Everywhere website up, iowaeverywhere.com. So now you can find your greatest podcast, your favorite podcast, and all that stuff, and it's all in one spot. I'm going to go game by game. Now, a couple of these games are tonight, so by the time you're listening, you may may not hit it up. North Texas at UTSA. Somebody out there choose a sicko. Again, I'm kind of throwing these against the wall this week. Keep my record for me and, and keep me honest. We went two over on locks this year, so I guess we had a winning record. North Texas, UTSA, Alamo Dome tonight, 6.30, one of my favorite games of the weekend. My eye initially went to the over on this one because we played the over last time and we lost. 
I don't know, man. These two teams know each other really, really well. Doesn't the under feel like the right play? It's 70. This line is steamed all the way up from like 67. I would lean under, and I would probably play North Texas because for some reason Seth Luttrell has, you know, UTSA's number. He always plays that team well. Pac-12 championship game, Utah at USC. I did play this one earlier in the week. I played Utah at plus three. I don't think you can find that number now. I'm only seeing two and a halfs out there. Listen, I don't, I'm not crazy about that game. I, I, I don't really know. All I know is that I'll be watching because I'm a college football fan, right? Huge impact on the rest of the season. MAC championship game. MACTION! Yes! Freaking love it. Toledo and Ohio. Iowa State fans paying attention to this Ohio team for some reason. Hmm. The line is three. Utah is the favorite. And you know what? I'm going to take the under because it feels like an under game. 54 and a half. Under. I don't know. Don't don't listen to me on that one. I don't have great analysis. I do on this one, though, and it's Kansas State TCU in the Big 12 championship game. This number has gone down to one and a half uh, in many spots. This started at around three, I want to say. They opened it at two and a half. So it's just dropped by about a point, point and a half. Um, I like TCU here. Everybody seems to be playing Kansas. I'm going the other way. I mean, how many times are we going to keep doubting this TCU team as an industry? Everybody's doubted them all year, and, and they just keep winning. Tough to beat a team twice. Yeah, no, I get it. But haven't they proven that they're the best team in the Big 12? I don't think Sonny Dykes and Max Duggan and those guys can go into this game being like, oh, we can lose this and and still play for a playoff. No, I don't, I don't think you can rely on that. I also think that we're underestimating what a Big 12 championship would mean to a program like TCU. That would be a really big freaking deal for Sonny Dykes in year number one to win a championship. So I'm, I'm sticking with TCU. I've, I've made a lot of money betting TCU this year. When everybody, oh, well, Texas is going to beat them. The power ratings, no. They just keep winning football games. They scored like 28 in a row against Kansas State the last time. They've got the blueprint. A lot of purple coming up in Jerry World tomorrow morning. Let's go to the fun belt. Coastal Carolina and Troy. Love Coastal Carolina here. I am banking on Grayson McCall playing. And I think when that news hits, this line will go from about 8.5 to 6. I'm taking the value. I am taking the Chanticleers at 8.5 points right now in the Sun Belt Championship game. They have been there. They have done that. Grayson McCall, soon to be a three-time Sun Belt Player of the Year. I love the Chanticleers. I've been on their campus before calling Iowa State games. It's a cool spot. Really like their uniforms, too. ACC Championship game. What a dog. I mean, I don't. Uh, who's going to be watching this game? Clemson, North. Oh, okay, I'll be watching it because I'm going to bet on it. Clemson, North Carolina. I'm going to take the seven and a half points in uh, Mac Brown. Have you been reading the headlines out of Clemson this week? I mean, Mac Brown, or uh, what's his name? Dabo. Dabo's flustered. He's, he's flat out flustered right now. They're playing that same bad quarterback. I like North. Mac Brown lives for these postseason games. He's one of those old school coaches. Again, for think about it if you're North Carolina. And if you could knock off Clemson for an ACC championship, even as shit, shitty as you've been in the second half of this year, that, that means something. I like North Carolina here in primetime. Seven and a half. They win it outright. Boom. 
SEC championship game. LSU is getting 17.5 points against Georgia, and I am taking that every freaking day. Love LSU here. I don't know if they'll win. I don't think that they will. 17.5 is too much. Again, talk about motivation. Georgia knows they're in the playoff. They're easily um, susceptible to taking their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter. LSU could win a freaking championship in year one of Brian Kelly. I'm taking the 17 and a half. I really like that too. Fresno State, Boise State. The line here is three. Boise State's fascinating. Fascinating program to me this year as they're, they are one of those teams that fired their coach early in the year. Not their coach, but their offensive coordinator, okay? Do you remember that Friday night game where we all bet on them? And they totally crapped the bet. And then everybody thought that Boise sucks. They fired their offensive coordinator, and they have had one hell of a football season since then. So they've been fun. I'm going the other way. Boom. Fresno State is the play here. This is Boise is one of those teams where their lines get overhyped because of their reputation. Fresno State's a damn good team if you've watched them. They're getting plus three. I like that. I like the plus three out in the Mountain West. And I'm going to take Fresno State. All right, what's our next game? Oh, baby. You know it. It is my green wave of Tulane hosting UCF. They are playing for the championship in the beautiful American Conference. This conference is never going to be the same after those schools depart for the Big 12 coming up. Listen, um, I love my heart is with Tulane here. I'll be rooting for Tulane. I'm going to be wearing my Tulane hoodie, flying my Tulane flag. Go green. I don't know. I just kind of feel like Central Florida has their number, though. It's at home. We're not going to do that. You know what we're going to do? Because I can't find myself to pick against Tulane. We're going over 57. Over 57 in the American Championship game. That's another one if you bet Tulane a lot, which I do. They were hitting under, 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 under all year. And it's kind of shifted a little bit lately. We're going over 57. Final one of the weekend, Purdue and Michigan for the Big Ten Championship. Now, here's what I'd really like to do and what I probably will do. I'm going to take Purdue 16 and a half. I'm going to take LSU 17 and a half. And I'm going to take Carolina 7 and a half. I'm going to do a seven-team a seven-point teaser, get all those up above the next scoring level, and I'm going to let it ride. No, I'm really going to do that. I, this, that that's a good plan right here because I don't think those te- games are going to be blowouts. Um, I will take Purdue, I guess, in the points. You know, Colin being out, Michigan knows they're in the playoff. Purdue can still score points. This isn't like Iowa being in there when you're worried, like, oh, well, we can't score on them. Like, no, Purdue will be able to score. So give me the 16 and a half. I'm not crazy about that one. All right, guys, Friday podcast. Thanks for listening. Iowa everywhere. Check out our new website, iowaeverywhere.com. Don't be afraid to go and download that Circa Sports Iowa app today and use it for all of your betting needs this weekend. Thanks for following along. We love you guys. Have a great, great weekend. Iowa everywhere.